had a wonderful time last night. Let's expect to have a wonderful time today. Candy, you have shorts on. Revelation. Too much revelation. It's great to be able to enjoy one another. And to open our lives for God to touch us. Last night we spoke on the baptism of the Spirit. Today I want to talk about speaking in tongues. I want to help you to understand this If we have something and we don't understand what it's for, we usually misuse it. If we don't understand the purpose of the gift in speaking in tongues, we will not use it for our advantage. I find everywhere I go, people are very ignorant about this gift. Yet very clearly from the Bible perspective, it was an important gift. I want to just, first of all, just look at a couple of uh, verses in Scripture. And I want you to understand that this gift of the Holy Spirit was foundational for the beginning of the church. When the Holy Spirit fell, in Acts chapter 2, verse 4, they were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak in tongues, as the Holy Spirit gave them the language. So the first evidence of the baptism of the Spirit was they spoke in a language the Holy Spirit gave them. This was the birth or beginning of the church. John the Baptist had said of Jesus, He is the Lamb of God, and He's the one who baptized in the Holy Spirit. And Jesus said, Wait till you receive the promise of the Father. When the Holy Spirit came on the New Testament church, the gift everyone that received was a gift of language. When a child is born into the world, the first thing you listen for is the sound. When the church was birthed by the Holy Spirit, the first evidence of this was the new language which they had. They were speaking, but the Holy Spirit was giving them language. So this is a supernatural operation of the Holy Spirit 
working in and through people. Now I want to look at two or three other scriptures. And I want to show you that this is not something that just happened on Pentecost. In fact, when we have a look in uh, Acts chapter 10, we will find that the first manifestation of the Holy Spirit falling on the Gentiles was the speaking in tongues. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell on all those who heard the word. And those of the circumcision who believed, that's Jewish believers, were astonished, even the ones that came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles only. Now this is a very significant event. <laughs> the Jewish mentality was that God had chosen them as a special people. Now God is expressing his desire to touch the whole world. And Paul is speaking reluctantly to Gentile believer people. And as he is speaking, as he's sharing the gospel, the Holy Spirit fell on people. And everyone was astonished. He didn't enter their mind that God would give the Jew uh, the Gentiles what he'd given them. Well, they heard, they knew that they had received the Holy Spirit. Because they heard them speaking in tongues. God supernaturally fell on them. And they began to speak in tongues. It is the gift of the Holy Spirit. Again, the first evidence of receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit was the speaking in tongues. I have a friend of mine in Pakistan. And uh, he is a pastor in Pakistan. And we sent my son up there as a missionary. And we raised finance to establish a satellite TV station to broadcast Christian message. And this man is preaching every week to crowds of over 20,000 people. And every week, Muslims are coming to receive Christ. Every day, over 2,000 phone calls from the Middle East. Many of them from Mecca itself. People seeing the power of God and coming to receive Christ in their own homes. One day he was summoned to 
the Saudi Arabian Embassy. Four intelligence officers had been sent from uh, from uh, Saudi Arabia to Pakistan. They wanted to talk to the pastor. Because so many phone calls were coming from Mecca into the TV station. And when he met them, he wondered what they want to say. These are high-level intelligence officers from Saudi Arabia. And they said to us when they met him, we want you to slay us in the spirit, <laughs> just like we saw on the TV. <laughs> said, I can't do that, only the Holy Spirit can do that. shared about the Holy Spirit. invited them to his meeting. In the middle of the meeting, he got them standing on the stage. join hands together and lift their hands up to the Lord. And then he prayed for the Holy Spirit to come on them. And all four intelligence officers fell to the ground. The Holy Spirit came on them. And they began to speak in tongues. They were born again. They were baptized in the Holy Spirit. And now they have the gift of tongues. I don't know what they can do when they go back to Mecca. <laughs> Maybe they can't go back. The pastor was telling us of many miracles that happened through the television. There was one lady who was lying on her bed in her home watching the television. And anyway, in the middle of watching the miracles, she got up and she went to go to the toilet. And suddenly she stopped and she let out a scream. Because she hadn't walked for 10 years. And now she's walking. The power of God has brought healing. And her husband came in because he hears the screaming. And he sees his wife walking. And he started to scream too. And he touched her. And they both fell on the floor and began to speak in tongues. And they're making a lot of noise. And the children came in. And the parents are lying on the ground, rolling around, laughing, speaking in tongues. And children reach over to touch the parents. And they fell on the ground, start to speak in tongues. They all received the gift of the Holy Spirit. And their neighbors started to gather around. What is going on? This is in a Muslim country. People being touched by God. Power of the Holy Spirit healing and baptizing them in the Spirit. 
This is the power of God. So in Acts 2, the Holy Spirit fell, they spoke in tongues. In Acts chapter 10, the Holy Spirit fell, they spoke in tongues. In Acts chapter 19, Paul said, uh, came to uh, Ephesus. And he asked the believers, have you been baptized? Have you received the gift of the Holy Spirit? In Acts chapter 19, verse 1 to 6. And they said, Well, we've been baptized, we've repented, baptized, we haven't even heard about the Holy Spirit. So he taught them about the gift of the Holy Spirit. And they received the gift of the Holy Spirit. And they knew they received it. Because they began to speak in tongues and prophesy. So there are three instances in the New Testament. And many people got saved. And there was a there was a sorcerer who also got saved. Apostles were sent down to this place. And they realized that although they were saved and given their lives to Jesus, so they laid hands on them. And they were baptized in the Holy Spirit. And Simon saw what was happening. He saw that when the Holy Spirit came on people, something happened. Since no doubt he saw them speaking in tongues. He wanted this kind of power. So in the New Testament, when people receive the Holy Spirit, they receive the language. And that if the Holy Spirit gave them a language, there must be a purpose for this language. And there must be a way we can use it that is a benefit for us. You can use your words to speak a lot. You can use your words to communicate. You can use your words or not use your words. Language is important for communication. So you are given a language of the Spirit. Now the question is, what is it for? How do I exercise that gift in a way that benefits me? If you understand what you're doing as you pray in tongues, you can be quite intentional with this gift. If you don't understand it, after a while you just neglect to pray in tongues. And I find all over the Pentecostal church or Christian church, 
我发现到有很多一些教会，people neglect the gift of tongues，就人就放弃这个恩赐。Because they don't understand why God has given it to them。因为他们不明白为什么神给他们这恩赐。It's just like they think it's just well I've done that now what do I do next？他们就说我已经祷告半年了，那么下一步是什么？So we want to look at the scripture，我们要看圣经。And I want to give you a number of benefits of speaking in tongues。我要告诉你讲半年的好处。I want to help you understand。what speaking in tongues does. And uh, we won't give you all the reasons, but I'll give you a number of things that will help you understand this gift. And I would hope that you would begin to exercise this gift regularly and daily. So let's have a look in the Bible. And we're going to look at some of the benefits of speaking in tongues. So we read mostly in 1 Corinthians 14. But there are some other passages as well. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. 哥林多前书十四章。哥林多前书十四章。哥林多前书十四章。哥林多前书十四章。哥林多前书十四章。哥林多前书十四章。哥林多前书十四章。哥林多前书十四章。哥林多前书十四章。哥林多前书十四章。
so when you are speaking in tongues, your spirit is expressing itself. You and I are made in the image of God. God is a spirit. And you are a spirit being who lives in a body. You have physical senses. You can see, hear, taste, and touch, and smell. We can connect with the physical world through our body. But you also have a spiritual body. Your spirit man within. It's like it fits inside your body, like your body's a glove. So the real man is the inward man. And your spirit man has senses. It has ears, it can hear. It has eyes to see. It has senses to feel and experience the things of God. So when you are praying in tongues, your spirit is praying. If you are not praying in tongues, spirit is not active. So praying in tongues activates or gets your spirit operating. Every time you pray in tongues, your spirit is speaking. Your spirit is now beginning to operate. Your spirit is starting to do something. We are to grow and develop in our spirit man as well as our natural abilities. So when you are praying in tongues, the spirit man becomes activated. It is not the Holy Spirit praying, it is you praying. It is your spirit being activated. Second thing is, when you pray in you open up a direct line of communication with the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 2 verse 4, they prayed in tongues as the Spirit gave them the language. So yes, your spirit is praying, but you are opening up a communication flow with the Holy Spirit within. Your spirit being clothed with the Holy Spirit is able to speak a language the Holy Spirit has given you. It's not a language you've made up. It's not a language you've learned. It is a flow of language given by the Holy Spirit to you. It's God's gift to you. When you are praying in tongues, there is a flow of the Holy Spirit through you. You have opened up the communication channel with the Holy Spirit. You find if you pray in tongues, and you pray strongly, and then suddenly stop, you will feel the flow of language just come up into your head. You'll literally hear the language 
it's in your head, but it's not being spoken out. 那么你就感觉到这里面的这个方言哈，就冲上来涌上你的头脑，虽然你没有讲出来。Tongues begins to over the flow of communication with the Holy Spirit. 当你方言祷告的时候，你就打开与圣灵的这个交往的管道。This is the same communication flow you use when you're hearing from God. 这个是同样的，你听神向你说话啊，这是同样的一个管道。圣灵向你说话，他向你的灵说话，他就那个感动就来到你的头脑，这很自然的流出来。所以你当你放言祷告的时候，你就与圣灵有这个直接的交通。你。A third value of speaking in tongues is you begin to energize or fill your spirit with love. 那么你就把用爱啊来充满你的灵。Let me read for you a verse. 我要读一这个经文。It's found in Ephesians three twenty. 一无所说。第三章第十二节。Think, 一无所说。第三章二十节说，呃，就是这里就是说，呃，愿荣耀归神，就是归给那能超这。呃，运行在我们里面的大能，充充足足的成为一切，超过我们所求所想的。Okay, now you notice there in that verse, it's talking about a power or dunamis working within us. 这个节是说，在我们里面哈，有一个大能在运作。That power that works in us is the Holy Spirit. 这个大能就是圣灵。It says He works in. 那么他们在我们里面操作。So、当你祷告，圣灵在你里面来运行。你在读那个原文的时候。The word is a word enagaya. 这个字 enagaya。And we have no direct translation in our English language. We just make the word energize. 那么我们没有在就是英语没有一个直接的翻译。我们就是说，呃，这个就是能力啊，支支持你的能力。Look at the original meaning of that word. 它的呃就是原文的意思是。There is a power of the Holy Spirit that energizes us. 它就是。就是有这圣灵的力量哈、啊，来给我们这能力。人说：“哎呦，我累了，我没有精力了。”他们就意思说，我就不想动，我要睡觉了。啊，没有力量了。这节就是说，在我们里面有圣灵给我们这精力。So if you pray strongly in tongues, 
There is an energizing of your inner man. As you pray intensely in tongues, you'll find your inner man becomes energized with the life of God. And not only that, your head clears. And your body becomes energized as well. Some people don't understand that. So rather than praying in tongues, they mumble in tongues. <laughs> now this is not going to energize you. You're likely to fall asleep even though you're crying. <laughs> You choose to energize by activating the gift of tongues. When you are praying in tongues, initially you feel resistance in your body. Your body is tired, especially if you're from Singapore. Too 不要你就是你身体不要做你的灵愿意你的灵愿意 so when you start to pray, firstly your body does not want to pray. Oh, I'm too tired. Oh, it's not energizing. But you are to live from your spirit. So when you pray strongly, your body starts to come alive. Sometimes it takes a little bit of praying for five, ten minutes. As the life flows, as the language flows, the body starts to come alive. Because the Holy Spirit is energizing your spirit. He is the power that energizes us. And you can choose to pray or not to pray. When you pray, your body doesn't want to pray. Your soul doesn't want to pray either. Oh, too many things to think of. Oh, too many distractions. This, 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 so many things. So your soul doesn't want to pray either. But your spirit wants to pray. Your spirit loves to pray. Your spirit wants to flow with the Holy Ghost. So you have to make a decision. You don't wait till you feel like praying. Oh, I don't feel like praying. I want to sleep. I want to sleep. 
Então jovem. <risos> She must make the decision. Paul wrote to Timothy. Build your spirit man. 
你能够建立你的灵魂，啊，活起来了，啊，你就有这个能力了，你就会很坚强了，你就会很敏锐了。当你祷告方言的时候，你的灵魂就有力量了。你可以选择多多祷告方言，或者少少祷告方言。如果你祷告一点点，经啊就不能够建立。你祷告多，你的灵就建立啊，你自己决定。所以你要做出决定。我们要以灵祷告，你就会变成很坚强。虽然你很矮小，但你是很坚强、很大的，很有能力的。因为你祷告建立你的灵魂。啊，你是老老太婆。啊，在灵里你是勇士。所以不是你的外表，是你的里面。神要你建立你的灵人，在你内里面的人，这个外表会越来越老，长老会越来越老了。没有头发，牙齿也掉了。呃，就是越来越老化。但是你的灵魂每一天都被更新。所以啊，当你祷告方言哈，你就能够建立你的灵魂。神给我们一个伟大的恩赐，使到我们能够建立灵魂，能够与圣灵交通。让我们的灵人与活跃，让我们的灵被建立。当你呃，就是多多祷告方言，那么你里面的一些问题啊，就会呈现出来，神就会改变你了。所以祷告方言还有其他的事情。When he speaks in a tongue, he doesn't speak to men but to God. 那么还有这里第二节说，当你祷告方言，你不是向人祷告，你是向上帝祷告。In the spirit, he speaks mysteries. 那么在灵里哈，你是讲奥秘的事。That's a strange verse. 奥秘的事，这是很奇妙的。That is a strange verse. Speak mysteries. 啊，奥秘。What is that? 这什么来的 ？When I read that, I used to think. 我读的时候就是这奥秘是什么意我讲方言，我不知道我讲什么。当你讲祷告方言，其实是一个真正的语言来的。所以要好好的讲。不要就是只是坚持坚持在一个声音。It's a language. All the man, all the man, all the man. It's a language. This language is very diverse. You say, "Well, I don't know what I'm speaking." Well, the Bible says you are speaking to God. You're also speaking to yourself. Speaking to God. Speaking to yourself. So when the Bible uses the word mysteries, in almost every situation that word is used, it speaks about the things of the kingdom God has prepared for us. 
奥秘的事神要彰显出来神的计划神的作为 
。好，弟兄姐妹，其实现在不用喝茶嘛，因为大家都精神了嘛，不要喝咖啡了啦。<笑> OK， 啊、uh, ，好，就让大家去厕所，好吧？你们。